Phantom House. It's the place for podcasts. <laughs> this is supposed to be the opposite of chaotic, and now it's chaotic. everybody so for the end of the year we wanted to do a little something different and fill in an episode that we didn't have and we so just all got together in a skype call and talked about our favorite albums and songs of the year so that's what this is it's fun we get goofy but that's normal that's uh kind of regular for when we're all in the same room because it's chaos enjoy okay everyone's recording Okay, we're finally. Oh, are we, we're are finally we supposed to be here. recording? Oh, I thought you guys were doing our audio. <laughs> yeah, are you not recording on our on James? 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 No, we're not. We're James. not recording your audio. James? No, yeah, we're recording. I hate They're you guys. Doing a bit. <laughs> I <hate> truly. <laughs> um, please, please start the episode. <laughs> this is it. That it. That's the beginning. <laughs> please start the episode. Okay, I, gotta, I gotta keep the ship on the rails. Which isn't a good uh, How long of an episode are we trying to do, folks? Well, depending on how on track you all stay. I'm super it's on task always, and you know that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is our 2017 roundup. Yeah. Uh, I, I think there should be rodeo noises here. Do we have any theme music? Yeah. Or like a uh, some sort of soundboard? Can we like just do a whole Skype bunch of like zing zop bangs and like some some like laser beams and like animal noises? A couple of quacks? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think so. But anyway, so what I wanted to do was we all just kind of talk about our three favorite albums of the year. And that'll be an episode. And also our favorite song. But we'll do albums first. And I want to start with Matt. Why? You guys did not prepare <laughs> at all for this. I thought you were going to start with your favorites, and you were like, I'm going to deflect this now. <laughs> um, um, Matt, you're, it's popcorned you on over to you. All right, we'll popcorn it. Uh, Ooh, okay. yeah, it's probably like school. So, <laughs> Just like that's how they did all of school. Favorite albums of the year. Um, yeah. It it has to be three. I got to narrow it down to three. Narrow it down to three. That's the big number. All right. Um, the first ones that come to the top of my head are uh, the Tom Bay LaVey album, the uh, the Young Jesus self-titled album, and uh, uh, I think I'm going to have to say the Rap Boys album that came out this year. It's called GN. And the Young Jesus album is self-titled. Tommy LeVay's album is called Furniture Pedagogue for if we need the titles. The, yeah, the titles would be good. Yeah. We're, plug, we're plugging them <laughs> we're all. We're plugging them all. Tell us about them. Why? Why are they your faves? I'm glad I didn't pick Tomb Bay LeVay because I was like, I bet somebody else is going to do that one. <laughs> and I was right. And she looked at Matt. <laughs> yeah. It was really good. Sorry. <laughs> it was really um, but, good. Do you have uh, reasons? Do you have reasons. Tell me the reasons. The Why reasons, do you love these things, yeah. Do you, yeah, do you, have, do you have like things you'd like to say about them? Well, the Tom Bay album was just really cool. Like we've been near them for uh, like the last three years or so musically, like in bands, and we also recorded some stuff with them. And just seeing them like grow and like their songs are so much better and yeah, like 
a lot more adventurous and the whole album front to back is just really cohesive and uh, like covers a lot of emotions which the same can be said for the young jesus album which also shows a lot of like songwriting growth and covers like every emotion imaginable in what like seven songs i think their record was yeah and then I'm um real glad that we recorded with them before yeah. that album came out because it gave a lot of context to what was happening mm-hmm. yeah what that album was about and i was like oh so i do yeah. a lot of ho-hums when i was listening to it yeah, it, it was a good insight into, or just like hearing it and then like realizing things that were talked about on that because that was like a really immersive episode. That was super it was our long. longest episode. Yeah, <laughs> it's like two hours. Episode. Yeah. And then I forgot the third one. I was debating between a couple. Did I say the Rap Boys album? You said mm-hmm. Rap Boys. Yes. Yeah. Rap Boys. Yeah. It's called GN, which is a uh, teen slang for good night. Oh, you said Rat Rat Rats, Boys. Rat Did you hear boys. Rad Boys? I heard Rap. Boys? Rap boys. Like wow. See, it. that's why we shouldn't be doing this via Skype. Rowdy guys. boys. <laughs> <laughs> the Rat Boys album is really good, though. I like that one too. Yeah, Rat Boys. Why'd you like they, it? Though? I saw them. I saw them in Austin at South by Southwest, and uh, they were incredible live. And yeah, that was just a very good record. And they played some songs off of it, and I had heard the album that came out before it, and then that came out, and it was really good. Honorable mention, I have to mention the Grizzly Bear album because I really loved it. But that's it. Oh. Popcorn. <laughs> Popcorn Hannah. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so I chose Jeremy. That's not how it works. I I popcorned you. You have to do it. <laughs> I'm going no, back I, up I, But you guys just disappeared and I had to make sure that you like weren't Off actually gone. Yeah. Uh, I chose... Uh, um, I chose Gone Now from Bleachers, mm. um, Crack Up by the Fleet Foxes, and No uh. One Ever Really Dies by Nerd. Those are the three albums I was into. Why? I really love Jack Antonoff. Um, and like, he just has like this, this spirit about making music that is what I like from some of the DIY artists that mm. I listen to, but he's like in the major pop scene, and that's like... That's really inspiring to me, um, just as someone who's pop inclined. And uh, I like to see people successful. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like successful and working. And I think that's what he does. And it's really great to see. Anyway, th- this album that came out this year uh, called Gone Now, um, I it just, I feel like it's a perfect, like he's written um, nostalgia perfectly mm. and reflection really well but for you know for a pop audience um i think he does a really good job of balancing uh accessible lyrics with really honest and heartfelt lyrics so that's why i like that one yeah uh would recommend listening to it all the way through it's really fun uh crack up by the fleet foxes is um like i just love the fleet foxes they've clearly influenced me forever um, Hannah talks about the flute foxes a lot. I talk about them literally all the time. <laughs> and, you listen to them, and, you, and you like listen to them every day. Yeah, <laughs> I listen to I listen to helplessness helplessness blues like mm. every day. Um, and I 
It's another thing where they're they're a band who I love to listen to and like obviously their harmonies are really inspiring to me and like the idea that they could go really big but also be really, you know, just guitar and voice was really cool. So unseen as light in a dream Too long now to the rising Too long now to the rising um, I also have read all of their albums, just front to back, lyrics-wise, because Robin Pecknold's a really interesting writer. Hmm. Um, and this album was a really... This album was, like, six years or more in the making, Part of it was just hiatus, and Robin Pecknold went back to school and sort of got his life together and indulged in his hobbies and was like, yeah, if I want to make the music I want to make, I have to make sure my life is where I want it to be at. Um, and I thought that was really, I, like reading the interviews after his big this big comeback was very like, I'm so proud of my boy. <laughs> like, <laughs> go back to school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was exciting. And then ner uh, Nerd, uh, No One Ever Really Dies is like, is the one I know the least about because someone introduced me to them like two days ago. Um, That's how that goes sometimes. But immediately <laughs> Wait, they're really on my quick, list. Can I clarify? Is this Nerd the Pharrell Nerd? Um, N-E-R-D? I might not even know that. <laughs> uh, this is, I mean, yeah, I think so. This is N-E-R-D, the rap group artist thing. They came out with an album this year? Yeah, it's called No One Ever Really Dies. It came out like that's, three days ago. That's a great name because I thought they died like seven years ago or whenever their last album came out. <laughs> no. I thought that was like the last one. Um, they're no, okay. you gotta look it up. <laughs> their sorry. last album yeah, was 2011, right I think. Go on. I want to hear you talk about it, though. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, um, I'm like, I feel super unqualified to talk about it because I don't listen to as much hip hop. Like, oh, I don't know where, I don't know how to talk about it, like, in that way. But I do... Um, my I think my first comment about it was like this feels like the the big band of of hip hop because of like the <laughs> hype that was in every song, but it wasn't it wasn't like literally using a big band. It was just like the energy was really really fun and groovy in that well, way. I'd probably love it. You need it, to show me this album. It, it was it, it's really really fun. Um, and yeah, and like what I you know I don't remember. I only listened to it once so far so lyrics wise i'm not sure but i was really into what i've heard of it so far so man here we are here yeah. we are sounds good wow two, to listen to that. you said you said two days ago you heard that album uh yeah and that made top three of the year yeah wow. <laughs> yeah <laughs> All right, I, gotta, I, I, I was like, huh, that album was fucking good so here <laughs> it goes <laughs> yeah all right fair who are you popcorning to? Uh, I popcorn to Jeremy. Yay! Yay! Uh, <laughs> Just like that. Top three albums of the three. year. Not um, top three, but like your top favorite. Because I think top three comes with like the baggage of like, I have to qualify what, list. what is the objective well, yeah. best. I mean, it's please list from the Billboard so top three albums of the qualify. year for our yeah. listeners. It's all subjective. Uh, well, they're all Elliot Smith albums. No. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> From all years, not even 2017. There's the Essentials. There's the Remaster. No. Um, oh, yeah, I would love it was just the three of, like, Essential albums. Mixtape. Yeah. Okay, so um, 
There's like this EP by Augustine D'Angelo, or I think is his name. Or is it Angelo de Augustine? Let me check. This oh, is it? That's yeah. Angelo de Augustine. What is this? Angelo de Augustine. Angelo de Augustine. The, the song I'm crazy about is "Crazy Stoned and Gone." It's got this like Vashti Bunyan vibe to it. If you know that whole scene from the earlier this decade, mm. there's this whole soft, sweet. 60s flower child scene is really sweet and soft and kind of creepy. What else did I care about? <laughs> uh, I, I, I keep on listening to that SZA album while yeah. I drive around. That album's pretty fucking good. Yeah, I, I, that, I think that album's probably one of the best this year and then the last person is like not so much i don't even know if they make albums or if they only make singles i think they've released maybe five singles this year alone <laughs> they do it every year it's this producer named nambe and it's like n lowercase o uppercase case m uppercase b <laughs> lowercase e and it's close to a fight in the midst of we are and uh, each single is like an entirely different genre of music, a different engineering type of music. I'm assuming it's a guy that's working with a broad, different mm -hmm. people, you know what I mean? But um, each time he makes some of the best music that makes me keep listening to it, trying to figure out what the heck is going on that made me feel it so much because it's just so out there sometimes but he he makes it work more often than not and i think that's yeah. really interesting that's really cool uh, yeah <laughs> that's like that's... a piece of my interest i can't comment on it yeah. further we'll check it out we'll check it no, out Nambe. please send that to us yeah actually it's... please send all of your yeah, suggestions yeah, do to that. Us. Oh. <laughs> and send in yours listeners at home to <laughs> the living <laughs> podcast at gmail.com gmail is that what it is Oh, and also that internet album. The internet album. I don't know. Was that this year or was that 2016? But that album was crazy. If you don't know the internet, you should look it up. It's a group okay. called okay. The Internet. I'm, I'm, we're not I'm, just I'm saying, not, have you no, heard no, of The Internet? Not, really like, <laughs> yeah, this... we're not making jokes here. Okay. There's a, no there's, jokes here. The, I mean, we are, it, but it's this kind is of, one. And I think it's a super group of many people we know from it's, many groups. It's Odd Future. Yeah, along with many uh, others. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, um, The Internet. <laughs> also, we, our sponsor Lauren Records put out some good records this year. <laughs> oh, like oh. what, man? Wait, wait, this like is relevant. What? Wait, popcorn to me, popcorn to me, popcorn Jeremy. to Karina. Wait, Jeremy has to do, to do it. it. Jeremy's oh, the only sorry. one with the power. Jer I was telling Jeremy to popcorn. I, mean, I wasn't it's, saying it's really it. process of elimination, right? <laughs> yeah, kind no, of. Can't really popcorn to anyone else. Jeremy, you're the only one who it's, can. Oh, pick popcorn Karina. to Karina. How about that? How about we go to Karina? It's oh, no way. turn. Christmas miracle. <laughs> oh, it is a Christmas miracle. It's a holiday. Okay, guess what? One of my favorite albums this year was Real Life Buildings, uh, Significant uh, Weather. That was a good which, one. You know, when I when that album came out, I didn't think it was going to hit me the way it did. But I think I just heard it like at the right time in my life because I was like, oh, I love this emo album so much, <laughs> so much. Yeah. Because honestly, like, I thought I was in the part of my life where I'm like, I'm done with like loving emo. And now here we are. Mm -hmm. I love emo. All I heard was I love emo and that was enough. I just like, <laughs> I just like dance. Like it cut out and then cut right back in at, and now I love emo. <laughs> 
Well, like, to be honest, I don't think I would have listened to that album if we hadn't had them on the podcast. And I'm so happy we did because I listened to that album and I had to like a really close listen like with it. Yeah. And just all the songs really sat with me really well. Like it just really reflected like a lot of the things I've been mulling over in my life and like how I'm afraid of doing too much or not doing enough and like what it means to be in your 20s and being afraid. <laughs> being afraid. And it was good. Being like, so emo. I, and I kept and I le- listened to it like multiple times like throughout that week and I still listen to it now and I'm just like. This is a good album, mm-hmm. and apparently it really affected me. So here we are. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, so, Lauren Records. Thanks, Lauren Records. Thank thanks, you, Lauren Records. Thanks, Lauren Records. <laughs> Thank you, Lauren. Thanks, Lauren. And also your records. <laughs> and um, the, and and the then, bands. Those are useful. <laughs> yes. Uh, my second favorite album was Brick Body Kids Still Daydream by Open Mike Eagle. Mm-hmm. Which, oh. I love Open Mike Eagle. Uh, I love every album they've put out. and But I think this one is like the most political album they've done so far. And it really resonates. It just felt very relevant to the year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and like, there's always like crazy production on Mike's albums just all the time. And so this one, like, I think they, in just the way they handled the lyricism, like really like toned down their delivery, except... In certain songs or in certain parts where they like amped up the energy because mm-hmm. it's like here, here's the here's the juxtaposition to like make you really hear Emphasis. like this part that I want you to hear as an artist. And like specifically there's a song called Happy Wasteland Day, where like the first line is this is normal now, it's normal, it's normal, it's normal now, and it's talking about like police brutality against black people and like there's a and there's another line in that same song where it's like can the people get one day without violence can we get one day without fear can we get one day when they don't try us and it's just like (gasps) heavy listen I was protesting, I lost my sign Standing up cause they crossed my line Got the folks and they caught my vibe If it wasn't for y'all, it would've lost my mind Long season, I need this night Fuel slow so we reignite Power's out so we read by light No cops allowed, they can't read my rights Power's But no real good, yeah. so good Were we just listening to that in the car right now? We were, cause I wanted to hear it again Yeah, I was just like I just didn't say anything. Like, I, I was like, <laughs> no, I you need to just listen. You to can't this. talk over the album. <laughs> you can't. Yeah, it's, it was really good. Yeah, and like the whole thing is this like metaphor for your body as a building, or like he keeps leaning on this metaphor as like place as your sense of self, and it's like this conflation of like your ident- self identity with where you're born and where you're from and where your home is, and yeah, it chronicles the life cycle of the Robert Taylor Homes, a housing project on the south side of Chicago that was demolished completely 10 years ago, which I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> give me that sad yeah. stuff about being poor. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, real. it was so good. It's so good. And I highly recommend it. But you have to be in the mood for this sort of thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Um, which only leads to an even even sadder album that I also loved this year, <laughs> which is called uh, "A Crow Looked at Me" by Mount Erie. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which yeah, Matt knows. Yeah, Matt knows. Oh, it's a man. song about. So if you don't know who Mount Erie is, they were um, part of the Microphones, which was a indie group from the early 2000s and then i think mount erie is the, just the solo version of it or it's or renaming phil, i'm not really phil elverum that guy 
Elverum? Yes. Yeah. Phil Elverum. Yeah. Gotta, that was gotta. a that was such a heavy album. Oh it's, my god. So the album is about the death of his wife last year. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like yeah. <laughs> like the first song is called Real Death and like he opens the song with like like death is not for joking about. It's awful and it's bad. And it's like, yep, that's yeah, that's some stuff. That's some stuff right there. And like mm-hmm. if any of you have like ever experienced death in your life it's really touches you because like that's why i related it related to it so much and like i cried throughout that album yeah because it's real meaningful and yeah so if you like all this what everything i'm gonna say is like it's on the wiki for this band and like this song but essentially uh like in 2015 his wife was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and that's when and if you'll notice their discography that's when they stopped making music because his wife had pancreatic cancer and then and this this couple was like well known for uh being very like secluded and to themselves because they liked to keep their private lives Mm -hmm. and which i'm like that's very fair and then also the wife Genevieve Castry was like this really cool cartoonist and she her last book was published by Drawn and Quarterly in 2015 and it's called Susceptible, I believe. Yeah, so they stopped they basically both stopped working in 2015 because she was really sick and in 2016 like they did the thing that you have to do in the present where you have to have a GoFundMe to pay for hospital bills and it was like that was the first time they like talked to the public about anything or about like their personal lives mm-hmm. and just real bad and yeah. apparently they just ran out of money and then she died in 2016 later that year and then he wrote a very sad sad album that's insane about like... dealing with this yeah. yeah it's real heavy i highly highly recommend it but it is the but saddest thing i've ever heard yeah <laughs> so fucking ready yeah the yeah, first, it's good. the first time I listened to that album, I was at work and I like <laughs> no. was just like, yeah, totally bad idea. But it was like, oh, Mountaineering came out with a new. Oh, that looks sad. And then I just started listening to it, and it was like, like oh. oh shit! I like, like I was like crying at my desk and like yeah. answering phones and shit. It, well, it was fine. I it, like it was, it was okay. Yeah, but it was but good. It's just like, whoops. yeah, it's just yeah, it's just powerful, incredibly yeah. powerful. Yeah. yeah, so that's my favorite album of the year. The saddest thing. Really? Is, that also, nice. is that your album or is that your like your song? Favorite album of the year. My my favorite song is like something I just listened to a lot this year. So yeah. not that because I could only listen to it like twice. Yeah. <laughs> Before we get to favorite song, did anybody else listen to the Julian Baker album that came out recently? No, no. I've heard a lot about it and that's where I stand. <laughs> yeah, I've heard like multiple people have told me about it and okay. I haven't listened like, to it we, yet. We know we need to. What's your thought? What's your thought on oh, it? Oh, it's great. Big it's thought. another honorable mention, but I thought someone okay. else might mention Matt it. Matt has a lot of... Matt's breaking the rules. Yeah. <laughs> Matt's yeah. like, here's my three favorite and my ten honorable mentions. <laughs> I didn't want to narrow it to three. No, I'm not gonna, I get it. Yeah. I get it. I'm sorry for slamming you. I take it all back. Yeah, God, dragged. Jeez. I feel so bad now. Here, this 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 is what this what we'll do. We'll do reverse what we did for the popcorn. So I'll do what my favorite song was, mm-hmm. and then it'll go to Jeremy, and then Hannah, and then Matt. Cool. Reverse, yeah. got it. Reverse, reverse. So my favorite song this year was the Cha Cha Slide. <laughs> I wish. 
I wish, someone, someone, please remake that song. I wish that song had come out this year. I had a friend who used to cover that song at shows, and it was the best part of the show. Oh my it was God. so wow. fun. Like, That's let's take a beautiful. break from the set. Here's here's Chacho slide for a second. So here's here's an idea for all of you out there. That's incredible. Yeah, it was very I'm, good. I'm impressed. When's the next that, show? When's the yeah. next show? Who's gonna cover this? <laughs> this weekend is the I'm next show. I'm putting that out into the ether. <laughs> Tell who's playing. Tell them to cover the Cha Cha slide, and then we actually got oh that God. guy. Uh, we got him. Yeah, he, he's opening up. <laughs> we actually we're gonna take a break and come we took off care the of stage it. to get whatever the fuck his name was. That was honorable, honorable you mention. Come on, everybody knows. Everyone that knows guy. his name. What's his name? It's that guy. <laughs> okay. It, it's in the song. It's like DJ. Oh, I'm not looking at it, but you, you do. You it's do actually your... DJ Khaled. It's his first song. <laughs> okay. My favorite yours. song of the year is actually uh, The Dust Factory by The Lovins. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was like yes. one of the catchiest songs I heard this year, and I like it's played so it over fun. and over, and I like it gets stuck in my head. And I love that I song to so much. It's so fun and so good, and I love the Lovins, and I love that song. I even, just saw them even last though, night. They played a really good show. Honorable mention that show last honorable night. Honorable mention that show. Even though they hate that song now because they're just tired of it. Yeah, it was their first hit. I love it so much. It's great and a fun time. Favorite song. How about you, Jeremy? Jeremy. Uh, my favorite song. I'm sure I could listen to the whole album, but I keep <laughs> on listening to Call Me Up by Home Shake is this delightful little thing that uh, should not be as good as it is. I can feel the pain within you. What do you mean? Because it's just got this delightful synth work that just shadows his oh, his like melody he sings, and it's delightful. Is that the one that's like <laughs> delightful? You heard it here. You know that thing? No. We'll play oh, okay, it. We'll play it. Hope it was. We're that gonna one. play it. Oh, no, <laughs> no, it's uh, it's delightful. It's some R and B ness with some synthiness. With good. some call me up girlness, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Hannah, how about you? Um, the Cha Cha Slide is a song by American artist DJ Casper, often played at <laughs> dance clubs, school PE dances, and proms. <laughs> yeah, it was played now, at my prom. Now yeah, you guys too. know. Yeah, no, it, it was wasn't. Mine. It was at mine though. Really? It was oh, definitely two, played at my prom and also middle yeah. school. Yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my favorite song this year uh, was by my friends called The Whisper Sands, um, oh. and the song the song is called Last Night in Last Night Town, and I call it like an anthem for like people who 
suffer depression anxiety which is like <laughs> most of us so it, like the first time i heard them play it was like two and a half years before they had released it um at a show that i put on at a convention and it was like there's a there's a refrain at the end where everyone where they're just singing everything is going to be all right and then they, they repeat that and they sing the chorus over that and everyone was like singing it together and like it was a very like memorable moment so when the song finally came out um they actually let me like sing harmonies on that part on it because i loved it so much of a song and that's fine I think it's just a really just like a really nice like hey I know you're I know you're going through rough things in your head but it's gonna be okay sort of duty so I would super recommend it so what you're saying is you're you love your own work I also. love my own voice <laughs> yeah in this one my part favorite of this one song, song was again. one I recorded on <laughs> yeah I I I really do love the song, though. I really <laughs> highly recommend it. Yeah. Not to... It definitely... Like, it. that's the kind of thing that, like, refrains like that. It's so simple and, like, I don't know. It gets, yeah. it gets you through stuff. It's when you're affirming. just singing in your head sometimes, like, everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to be all right. It's like a mantra. It's a nice thing. Even if everything's not going to be all right. Matt? Matt! Hey! Um, Your final honorable mention Yeah my favorite song was Look What You Made Me Do by Taylor Swift Uh, It wasn't It wasn't I I was so ready for you to talk about it though No, no, We have no opinions here about Taylor Swift Continue I I didn't even listen to that I just read that title a lot Um, (laughs) But (laughs) uh, My favorite song is uh, Is by a project called Zamudo which is Nick Zamudo Who is in a band called The Books and their whole thing was it was like him and a cellist Ooh. and another person who did some other sort of things but they just basically like made songs out of found audio footage just like on tapes and random things that they would find like he found a tape boy in an aquarium like one of the or a talk boy the thing from home alone yeah and like just yes. constructed a whole album based off of little tiny clips of like kids and things that were on that talk boy and like that I and like that shit so much. like making <laughs> like made beats out of cutting the inside of records so they just spun around forever forever making the little tiny clips and stuff uh but this year he put out an EP of three songs one of which is like constructed out of mostly it has to be some sort of self-help motivational something <laughs> or other audiobook because yes. it just starts like The first line is, uh, you'll notice yourself smiling with delight at things you once paid no attention to. And then the rest of the song is just this auto-tuned woman saying, like, pleasant things over, like, growing synths and electronic beeps and boops. And she's just saying, like, like, uh, streetlights on the river, streetlights on the river, just, like, repeating over and over. And then, like, red velvet. And the song is called My Dog's Eyes. And one of the lines is she just says, my dog's eyes, my dog's <laughs> eyes. And it's it's like I the most. I love my dog's eyes. Yeah, exactly. My dog's eyes, my dog's eyes, 
my dog's eyes, my dog's eyes. Water being cut at the bow of a boat, water being cut at the bow of a boat, water being cut at the bow of a boat, water being cut at the bow of a boat, looking into deep, clear water, looking into deep, clear water, looking into deep, clear water, looking into And I love this idea more than anything I've heard. It's a fucking brilliant recording right now. Yeah. I highly recommend everybody listen to it. It's a fucking moving three and a half minutes, and it's what is it called again? For my me? my dog's eyes, my by, dog's eyes. Yeah, <laughs> we just said this. Yeah, by Nick and, Zamuda? Uh, Zimudo. Zimudo. The artist's name is just his last name. Good. Cool. Good. Have, has Matt not told talked to you about the books we, yet or before? I feel like I talked to everybody about the books. Um, the names of bands nowadays <laughs> <laughs> wash. Right over me. Uh, you fair. could have told me about anything at any time. I'd be like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> I can't, guys. I, can't. I actually fair did enough. tell you about anything at any time. The band, anything at any time. Yeah, there's probably is a band that's called yeah, that too. No, I'm gonna go on iTunes. How do you wanna, um, I think there's a band called was... Everyone Everywhere or something like that. Yeah, that's uh, pretty much the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> Everyone Everywhere. Okay. That's it. That's what we thought about 2017. Well, at least the music. Do you guys want to do honorable mentions? Yeah. (laughs) I think that's been the whole show. Nah, nah. What else is there? Come on. You got some more. I I made a concise list. You guys got... It sounds like you have something you want to add, Jeremy. Well, there's definitely one band I've been listening to that we all know that has been... Like Blueberry? Oh, God. Blueberry? Have you not listened to that? That's good. Blueberry. You guys should listen to Blueberry. Yeah. That's like Doug that's Doug Jenkins band. Yeah. That's like Doug Jenkins. I I inhaled at the beginning of this sentence and just now exhaled. Because I just didn't know if I just don't know when the joke's gonna happen. Oh no, Blueberry is a real band. I I hear you now. (laughs) Um You have no recollection of this. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm the worst. When people are like, "Who's your fa- Who's your favorite? Um, yeah. Who's your favorite living room podcaster? It's not Hannah. <laughs> I think the, I I think their favorite is Jeremy. Based on I've listened to this whole episode the whole time we've been recording it, mm-hmm. and my favorite member has been Jeremy. Jeremy, what do you think? Who's your favorite member of the podcast so far? <laughs> Honorable <Me>. mentions. Go <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You heard it here. You heard it here. <laughs> we gotta stop thinking the same, Karina. We're connected. It's bad. Via cables. We're drift compatible. <laughs> I like hearing you guys talk about things. I miss you guys. Yeah, we miss you. Shouts out. Miss you too. Come visit sometime. Shouts I ate a Jim's burrito today call. and thought of you. We should do more of these. We should do more of these. These are fun. I have fun doing this. We should we should be prepared next time. Big sorry to James. Big sorry <laughs> to James and <laughs> Joey. Uh, okay. Shouts out Goodbye, James. Goodbye, y'all. Yeah. In, in the podcast verse, anyway. Cha 
watch out real smooth. Thank you for listening to The Living Room. This week was just The Living Room crew goofing the fuck off, and you can find us online wherever you find good internet content. The Living Room was created by Lucas, Kathy, and Karina Taylor, recorded by Matt Sturgis and Jeremy Scott at the Palisades, and produced by Hannah Mraz. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, or whatever podcast app you prefer. If you have questions or would like to chat with us, email thelivingroompodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter or Instagram. Special thanks go to Nick Taniguchi for helping on social media, James Goldman for recording us last second, and of course, thank you for listening. Turn it out. To the left. Take it back now, y'all. Five hops this time. Right foot, let's start. Left foot, let's start.